Oh, hey, David. Hey, Max. Yo. Hello. You guys want to hear the most epic tale of Sean and his life? Of course. So, as you guys heard in our last episode, we, um, I, I had a, a, an incident or an issue, if you will, with uh, some park or some speeding tickets through a, a school zone. Yes, he was yes, speeding yes. through a school zone. That's that's not in, that's not your in July. Issue. You were causing the problem. You were part in of the, the problem on the way to my rehearsal dinner wedding thing. <laughs> so take this in. Let me paint you a picture. I'll throw it up on a canvas, if you will. One of the reasons we didn't record last week is I went home, and I went to go to my ultimate game. And uh, you guys know in Clockwork Orange where. John Travolta is like confused and he's like waving his arms. Like, where is everybody? That's not clockwork orange. That's uh you mean Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Thank fiction. you. I was like, I don't oh, think sorry. John Travolta was no, in a clockwork no. orange. <laughs> I, I almost want to redo this intro. It's, it's a little off the rails. Anyways, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Yeah. He's up there. So I walk up to my parkade and I start looking for my vehicle. I was like, did I park it over there? No. Did I park it over there? No. My vehicle's gone. Just ghosted. So I'm like, what the fuck? Right? All of a sudden, I see some like wet wet floor pylons near the spots that I was parked in, but not in the spot I was in. Turns out, my building took it upon themselves to tow my vehicle. Because they thought I was occupying two spaces instead of one. Were so, you? No. My <laughs> spot has been closed all summer. So... I called and I yelled and I screamed and I calmed down overnight. I went and I went to go pick up the vehicle. And the guy at the tow lot was just like, you should have called first. I was like, why? He's like, usually I don't like people upset when I'm about to give them a big bill. I was like, how bad is it? $780 to get my vehicle out of impound. Jesus. Plus a $25 (laughs) municipal ticket for parking on private property. So, here, here's where it gets funny. The funny thing is that private property that you live at. <laughs> I pay to park there. Like So that's wow. I'm sitting there talking to the dude the next morning. I'm like, hey, man, look, I didn't want to say anything because obviously like somebody else got their vehicle crushed. That's not on me. I don't care. But like my parking spot has been used almost all summer and it's been closed because I've been seeing like motorcycles and shit in there. He's like, OK, prove it. So we walk down to the parking spot, looks at the spot and he goes, yep, we owe you your money back. And that was the end of the conversation. But Jeez. like your spot has a pole in it or something? No, my my spot was like blocked off by police tape. And then there was oh. a fence because they were doing all that construction. Oh, yeah. So here's the lesson in life, guys. Never try. <laughs> you, know <who? laughs> you know who did not try <laughs> this week? Max and I <laughs> on this episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. What's up? What's up? You know, Max is in the house when we're watching the video back and he's pumping his arms like he's <laughs> part of the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm, you guys baby. will see that mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the song Untis oh, by the Bloodhound Gang? I, have, <laughs> I haven't stopped listening to it. I got, I got my dog with me here. I was going to uh, say, Max, that's some really uh, unique barking you're doing right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, I've not stopped listening to that song ever since I first heard it. Please it's tell the me only song is the only actually, song you listen to that that, that was that the was... first time i actually heard that i know bloodhound gang but that was the first time i ever heard that song really please tell me you watched the music video no i have not you have well, that, some homework there's your homework already <laughs> it it happens in the bathroom of a bar and he's like singing inside the stall it's phenomenal well, I got to see that. So great. So great. David, how are you? Uh, you know, I mean, I've been pretty good. Things have uh, 
things have been cooling down a little bit up in the great white north here we <laughs> what's the uh, average temperature in the morning down there ah about uh, 15 16 yeah we were at like 10 degrees the other day oh your frost line's coming oh, soon eh? yeah but i think it, we just had a we had a just a cold spell because it's starting to warm up again but no you know my parents came down uh, the other week that's also why we did not record because uh, you know i got family shit to do actually i was working while my parents were slaving away at my house my mother was doing like yard work and my dad was uh redoing our front door and now I have a brand new front door okay i installed a new lock on my house this is the greatest lock i've ever used it's got a touchpad on it the numbers change every time the screen turns on like the order of them so no one can guess your your password it's got a fingerprint sensor so i can unlock with the touch of my finger it's pretty bad and oh i know right it has like a deadbolt if for some reason i want <laughs> to for some reason you and don't want to be cool <laughs> if i like you know if my finger like if my hand gets maimed by like a bear <laughs> or a rabid deer or something like that i don't then have my finger <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that's that's about it. i'm excited for my front door i love it um, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you so one piece of feedback that we got from the podcast the other day is we said it was David's birthday and this is, uh, David and I's birthday, unless there's a leap year, always is the same or one week apart, same day or two weeks apart, same day. So this week, uh, when you guys are listening to this, I'll be probably listening to happy birthday or mini golfing with my family as per tradition. However, David's birthday is every time we hang out now. And uh, as Max can attest, it was his birthday randomly at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) We we pulled a little pranksky poo. Oh my God. At the wedding. Where the hell is this going? Like, what the hell are you talking about? We, we, um, the night before we found out that uh, a local restaurant will literally sing happy birthday to anybody and they don't need proof. And they always give you the, the dessert. But David was so lucky that he had the entire staff come out and surround oh our table. So myself and one of the groomsmen slash MC, uh, James, we uh, we like coordinated and got into some cahoots and we talked to our coordinator and we ended up having a happy birthday in the middle of the wedding for David's like fifth birthday of the weekend. <laughs> well, the, the funniest part was that people were like, Oh man, happy birthday. I'm like, it's not my birthday. Like, really? I'm like, no, my birthday's not for like a month. I'm and pretty then, sure I came up to like, you as well. I was like, wait, I was like, yeah, is it actually did. your birthday? You're like, no. And I was birthday? like, that's fucking hysterical. You're like, man, it's weird being at a wedding on your birthday, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kinda. But the funniest thing is that your dad, your dad came up to me afterwards. He's like, you know, that's going to be a thing now for the rest of your life. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so did, he told me that he told you the, the the story about his friend. So every time they went places, they don't always say it was his birthday. They'd go to a hockey game and the announcer would be like, happy birthday. <laughs> so it became a thing. <clears throat> but we're not here for birthdays. No. Although well, it's kind of like it's kind of like a birthday, a birth yeah. of a new school year. We should have done schools out for summer, but for the all opposite those... of that. Yeah, for school. all those suckers that have to go to school. Actually, you know what, guys? I'm going to be kind of honest with you. I kind of do miss school a little bit. Because when you're in school, you don't have to worry about all those adult problems that we have to deal with, right? You can just focus on going to school. You got, yeah, you got your assignments and shit that no one really wants to do. But you just got to hang out with friends all day. Screw around in class. Now I got to pay taxes. Right? Cut the fuck is up with that? <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to cut your lawn in college. Somebody does it for you. Exactly. <laughs> You're paying rent somewhere. And... So the episode today is the back to school special. Now it's going to be very the BFS. Simple. We Big... are abandoning Wait, no. back cash BT. or crap. David is just all back all out to of it. School special. BTSS. BTSS. <laughs> Watch hey. out. The Korean boy band. We've got a better, <laughs> better. Group uh, they, they fell off. They didn't here. win anything at the VMAs this weekend. And uh, everybody's super upset about it. Uh, oh, terrible. Damn. Yeah. But Taylor Swift dropped an album or announced she's dropping an album. So. Yay. Woo. 
I mean, I've been to a Taylor Swift concert. It's pretty legit. Nice. I won't lie. I, I I would hope that she puts on a good show. So that's that's good to know that she does. Dude, reputation was pretty sick. <laughs> I won't lie. I I I stand. I plead. I'm a I'm kind of a Swifty now. Nice. Thing. All right. So the rules are simple, my friends. Instead of catch or crap, we are doing pass or fail. These are easy courses, pass or fail. Now, because we've been undecided on so many things, if the movie is undecided, it goes to detention, where it is never seen again. Shall we begin? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Every time it I done. hear let's do it, and it's out of someone's mouth, I'm like, let's do it? Oh, no. I'm in, I'm in a spiral today. <laughs> I'm very distractible. First movie on the list came out in 2004. I should Fail. note that I curated this list from multiple lists, and this is kind of the average that they all came out of for the best back-to-school movies of all time. Very surprised Van Wilder did not make it onto this list. Very surprised. However, number one, A Cinderella Story, 2004, Hilary Duff, Jennifer Coolidge, and Chad Michael Murray. Rotten Tomatoes roasted this movie at a 12%, and the audience score is about a 53 Not Chad Michael Michaels? No, not Chaz Michael Michaels. He is figure skating. <laughs> Boom. Um, I, uh, I'm going to say this movie sucks. <laughs> Wait, have, have you seen it? Yeah, well, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, like because my sister and, enough was to watching know. It, which one. enough to know that. And it's... okay, the part in the movie and like all of the pictures show Hillary Duff as whatever her character's name is dancing with this dude and she's wearing this like mask thing and he has no idea that it's her (laughs) the masquerade thing yeah yeah like it's so stupid like literally she's wearing like this tiny tiny mask that just barely covers her eyes it's like you know like when you're looking at uh old photos from like crime scenes or like evidence stuff where they have like the the black little bar that just goes over their eyes so that he can't recognize it's not like that it's (sighs) No, this is a fail. This movie, no. Okay, I, I remember Next. seeing this movie <laughs> and thinking, like, this movie is a sign of the times. Like, you know, this is perfect for 2004. Uh, I also need to point out, um, Sean put this lovely spreadsheet together, and uh, Cinderella is actually spelled incorrectly. You have it, uh, Cinder, I... Cinderella. <laughs> Ralla. Well, yeah, which, it's Hillary Duff. Which, which, which made me think of... Uh, wrestling from south park <laughs> as soon as i saw it i kept saying this ain't real wrestling this ain't real you know hard it is to type these things as fast as possible while doing a million other things <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm just i'm just busting your your, your beautiful y- y- balls. Y- y'all's a razin but i come up with these lists anyways um but i would say overall you know pr- i would probably give this movie a fail just because like you know, it was good for what it was, but like, I, I, I don't ever want to watch it again. Like, I have no. It kind of came out in the height of uh, Hillary Duff's yes. like movie, yes. movie. So career, I will agree right? with you guys with a fail, but this was high school, and that movie taught me one little poem, and I used that poem to pick up a girl. You know, when we used to like all talk to people through MSN Messenger. Oh yeah. I I oh, used yeah. that shit, and it worked. Thank you, Chad Michael Murray. I thought you were going to say what? Chaz Michael Michaels. Chaz Michael <laughs> <Yeah>. Michaels. <laughs> All right. So we got our first fail. Now, we've done this movie. We did this in our Jonah Hill episode. Coming in at 19 on the scene on screen back to school special list. 2006 is accepted. Justin Long, Jonah Hill, Blake Lively. I mean, like, if we were to give this a fail, then we would be... Uh, completely like going, contradicting ourselves yeah completely contradicting ourselves from the last uh jonah hill yeah, episode that we did, so. it, this movie is an instant pass for me i mean you know oh yeah just go back and listen to our jonah hill episode i think i feel like we talk about this movie for so long because it's just so good <laughs> and it's one of those movies that you don't even have to watch at the end of august <laughs> can we also talk about the fact that justin long's character's name is bartleby yeah, like what? Like the fuck Bartleby is that? Gaines? Excuse me, like the fuck? Like what a what a fucking weird name. But I mean, like it weirdly works because Justin Long. That was like peak awkward Justin Long, like lanky kind of guy. That was like perfect era for him. So Bartleby, mm-hmm. you know, if I didn't know Justin Long was Justin Long, and someone saw him, was like, oh, that that guy's Bartleby. I'd be like, yeah, that ch- like that checks out. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. 
I'd agree. Yeah. This movie's an inst- right. instant pass. Jeez. Do you uh, know how old Justin Long is? He's got to be in his Wait. 40s. I would say 40. No, 38. 30. I'm He's saying 40. 40. I'm saying I'm going to say 42. He's 44 years old. Oh, I should have gone with 44. Jeez. I was thinking about 44. Plus 44. You oh. know what? He's one of those actors that you don't expect him to be that old. That well, yeah, old he, right? like, very, he has a very young looking face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Number 18, we have the 2012 musical adapt. Well, not even an adaptation, but musical Pitch Perfect. Anna Kendrick, Britney Snow, Rebel Wilson. This movie's great. This I think, is a fantastic movie. And I think it was one of those movies where before it came out, I was like, that movie's going to be stupid and it's going to suck. And then everyone was like, yo, have you seen Pitch Perfect? People who I never thought would ever watch this movie were coming up to me being like, yo, have you seen Pitch Perfect? And I'm like, excuse me? They'd be like, oh, like, man, this movie's great. And I remember watching it for the first time and being like, fuck, this is like, I, I'm mad at myself for giving this movie shit because this is a great movie. Yeah, we saw number two and three in theaters. I must yeah. admit, I've only seen the first. I don't think I've even seen this one. I've seen clips of it. And I I remember seeing clips and being like, this doesn't look bad. Like, it's more of a like a, a parody of like musicals, is it not? Yeah, in a way. Yeah. 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 Um, I honestly, I don't I don't know this movie enough to be able to give it a pass or fail. But based off of uh, both of you, I think it's going to be a pass. It is. Um, I guess it gets a hall pass. As a, <laughs> as a Anna Kendrick stan, it's uh, it's it's hard to hate the movie. That's fair. But it like it's also like Adam Devine's in it, which is really yeah. good. Um, what's her name? Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rachel Van Camp. I think is her name. The she's she's she plays like the needy girlfriend in almost every sitcom at least once. Yeah. Anna Van Camp. That name sounds very familiar. I feel like if I saw a picture, I'd be like, oh, Anna, of course. And uh, it started Skylar Austin's career, too. Um, Ben Platt is in the movie. Lots of people. Ben Platt from uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Wait, he's in Pitch Perfect? Yeah, he's in all three of them. Damn, I clearly haven't seen this movie in a while. (laughs) I had no clue. They're good movies. I'm, I'm for it. Actually, maybe he's not in the third one. He's in the first two for sure. True. All right. 17, 2006. If you say you didn't see this movie, you're a liar. It is High School Musical. And we only picked the first one because it was the one in high school. Second one was they went on summer vacation. And third one, they graduated. I've, in all honesty, I haven't seen this movie in its entirety. I've seen it, like, basically in random parts just on TikTok with people, like, making fun of it. It is um, where where I will argue that it is possibly cash. Or sorry, it's a pass. Sorry, sorry. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I've honestly, honest to God, never seen this movie. I don't believe you. <laughs> I've never seen any of the High School Musical stuff, and I don't ever plan on ever watching it. All I really know is we're all in this together. That's it. Yeah, the second one had way more bangers in it, for sure. What I will argue for a pass versus a fail is I think it definitely, it A, launched a ton of careers, including Zac Efron. It did, But what it did was it changed the landscape of Disney's, like, made-for-TV movie experience. High School Musical dropped in 2006. We were in college, David, I believe, when High School Musical 2 came out. I believe that was the summer of 2008. I might be wrong. It could have been a year later. But every uh, single 2007, summer. 2007. Be... So, but we, yeah, we were in, we were in college when. And the then when did senior year. year come out? 2010? I think 2009 uh, or 2010. Like it's in that general area. High School Musical China. That came out in 2010. High school exorcism? That's not the same thing. Senior year. Oh, Either it's way, actually a Disney thing? High school musical China? It it changed the way Disney started producing their family channel movies or their Disney movies. 
I might not be able to argue a pass for you guys, but I think it is a movie that is integral to the future of the platform. I get that, but I, I'm I'm going to give this movie a fail. And David I, can't give us a real I, answer. I, well, I could say fail because I purposely did not want to watch it because it looks stupid. Sounds like but I think we should leading. do a watch party of... I think we should do a watch party of High School Musical China. It's okay. currently sitting at a 50% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That would be the ultimate I'm, <laughs> decision I'm not maker for that. <laughs> All right. Next up. 10 Things I Hate About You, 1999's Julia Stiles, Keith Ledger, and jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I will say, this movie was so good at the time that it sprouted the main plot lines to, what was it, Not Another Teen Movie? I think so. And, yeah. In all honesty, I only saw this movie once, probably in like the year 2000. I do not remember this movie very well. It's the... Um... It's the one where Heath Ledger sings on the bandstand and like runs through I don't um like the bleachers. I don't remember. It's, it's a culty movie. Yeah. It is one of them. Honestly, classics. I I remember seeing this at home, but I do not remember anything about this movie. Yeah. Fair. So what do you guys think? I'm sending this one to detention personally. That's a good call. If you guys can't make a, a, a go, I will say detention. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to say it's detention. It's probably safest. All right. 15. 1999, Jason Biggs, Shannon Elizabeth, and Allison Hannikin taught us all about Bandcamp with American Pie. This movie, to me, American Pie 1 and 2 are like super bad to Max. And the other or not the other guy stepbrothers okay these movies like this was high school for us american pie maybe a little bit before high school two years before high school to be exact but i related to a lot of this stuff when i was in like grade 10 and 11 this shit was my jam i love these movies they are impeccably pass now for me like yes the movie is a pass but this might it's not going to sound weird but this movie came out when I was six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know why I found that so funny. I just wasn't no, expecting it. No, no, it, <laughs> it, it is funny, but I don't know why. Um, so when I when this movie came out, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I'm six. I don't fucking get this. Um, but of course, you know, when I got older, I watched it. I still probably wasn't old enough when I watched it on my first go, but it's a classic. Um, he, 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 he fucks the pie. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. he does, and like the whole. Um, wow, I can't think of his name right Jason now. Jason Biggs, Kevin. No, no, Kevin. Ian Michael Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah. He like how he uh also like he was trying to find the like sex bible while he was in high school, and like just to like impress Tara Reid. Man, if you had a, a seeing eyeglass, you would have known. <laughs> wasn't worth it, bro. That's <laughs> not worth it. From what I recall, from, like even though I haven't watched this movie in forever, but I do remember enjoying it. I would, I would give this movie a pass. Yeah, I'd pass it. Yeah, I'd pass it. But like when it, the movie came out in 1999, so I was what, uh, 11 years old. You, you so, were almost it. You, you would have been high school by American Pie two. Yeah, see, and I wasn't old. Like, my parents wouldn't let me watch this movie. So I didn't see that until much later in high school. And I think that's where it, it kind of, like, resonates a little bit more. But it, at the same time, like, this was probably one of the first movies that really brought that high school or, like, that, that college genre into the, the limelight again, mm-hmm. right? Like, versus like older like national lampoons movie like animal house and stuff like that which wasn't even on the list like i couldn't find it on any list so they don't consider it a school movie it's just uh, a fraternity movie yeah. but interesting i i'd agree the one thing like i remember that was like i watched that in a friend's basement it was like it's, midnight and we were like trying to stay quiet and then we saw boobs 
And it was yeah. like, oh my god, let's go! Shannon Elizabeth, boobs. And see, this was the movie that you watched at your friend's house at night when you're having a sleepover, or you're having a party, or something like that, and you don't want the parents to, like you don't want their parents to know because why is everybody boobs. so quiet? Yeah. <laughs> boobs. Great movie. All right, what, all right, what's next? You, you can kick off the next one if you know it. I do know this one. Did we not? Did we get tickets to this? No, that was seventeen again when we went in school. Uh, what's this? Amanda Baines or Amanda, Amanda Bynes? Bynes. <laughs> yep. Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Uh, this was the kickoff to. <laughs> no, it isn't. The uh, the cross dressing genre <laughs> of movies. <laughs> She's the man. Yeah, she... this is where she like dresses up as a as a guy, right. Yeah. To, to become, to, what, on, to like, play on like a, a soccer, soccer team, team or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it, if I remember correctly, I think this movie is like supposed to, it's basically the plot of, is it taming of the shrew? It's that or Shakespeare in love. One of the two. Not, not Shakespeare. Um, it's I'm, I'm not sure, but it does have to do with Shakespeare. It is like a modern version of a shakespeare story and i think it's taming of the shrew but I you are correct know. taming of the shrew boom let's go <laughs> boom baby um this movie's great um i think the best part is when i think it's like the final game at the end of the movie and the, one of the opposing players kicks the ball really hard and it hits amanda Bynes right in the crotch and all the guys are like like <gasps> yo but she's just like standing there for like a good five seconds and then she goes oh right she's like oh oh my god and then she <laughs> keels over in pain um yeah that that's in the middle uh just for max and the listeners at home amanda Bynes plays viola who is in love with the duke of illyria and the other school they're playing is illyria so yeah it uh, is loosely based on taming of the shrew max good job thank you thank you i, I you, remember you, you, good for you glenn coco <laughs> <laughs> good for you glenn coco i remember this movie and not thinking that it was horrible, but also Amanda Bynes was like, she had her own show for some reason, right? So this, this is was way kind after of, the, that, Amanda, the Amanda show. I, this, yeah, I know, right? But this was kind of like when she, because she had started going into movies, right? Um, this movie wasn't horrible, but like, would I watch it now? Probably not. <laughs> I I still would. Yeah, this movie's great. I, I don't know if I, I I don't know I don't know if I'd watch it, but I I give it a pass because I remember enjoying it at the time. Yeah, I I, I this movie gets an a, a absolute pass for me. It's kind of like you know like those uh, a a different take on the the body swap movies or like the mistaken identity stuff, right? Like Freaky Friday kind like, of stuff, like Freaky yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah, like Sister Act two. Um, <laughs> you know, with the nuns, no. <laughs> So this one's a pass. So speaking of Glenn Coco, we ended up at the 2004 cult classic, Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Tina Fey, Mean Girls. I mean, that's what, right. Speechless. What else is there to say? This movie, this movie is like a classic. It's this so movie's good. beyond cash. It's like everything. It's, it's, it's like, so a, good. it's a blank check. <laughs> It's well, so wasn't it written thing. by Tina Fey? I think so. Uh, yeah, Tina Fey is a writer. Tina Fey and what's his face? Uh, is it uh, it's Tim Meadows is in it? Yeah, that's the one. The, he's the he's it's, the principal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the crazy thing about this is that uh, now, mind you, there's only 190 like critic reviews on this, but generally the audience scores will be higher than critic scores mm-hmm. when it comes to Rotten Tomato stuff for this one. Actually, it has a uh, 84% rating from uh, the the critics and a 66% rating on the audience. Now I'm going to go ahead and say, this is one of the few times where the audience is wrong. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm surprised. This it's movie that was so good. Like there's the memes from this one, you know, like what's yeah. your, is, is this one? It's uh, like, it was a uh, Wednesday, the thirteenth. On Wednesday, like on, on October seventh, he asked me what day it was. On October, yeah. On, October, October, on yeah, Wednesdays, yeah. where we pink or we wear pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good for you, Glenn Coco. None for you, Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> so much stuff. 
just classic lines. Yeah, it's it's. I I sometimes like thinking about that movie. There's also there's Mean Girls, which is like the one where like it's her name's Katie, right? And her parents like went on all those trips, and she like had those fantasies of going wild. <laughs> Sean, I believe it's pronounced Caddy. Caddy. <laughs> Caddy Heron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but sometimes I get that movie mixed up with Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Because it came out around the same time. Oh, yeah. The premises are, are kind of... The premises are kind of similar. The premies. <laughs> Uh-oh. My camera's that, gone nuts. The premies, yeah. The, the, the premises. The, pre- the premises. Anyways, this movie is all out past... Yeah. I... I would love to actually, this would be a great movie to deep dive and just talk about the comedy of it in general. It is, it's brilliant. The only thing missing in this, no, it's not. I was going to say the only thing missing in this movie is Amy Poehler, but Amy Poehler (laughs) is Rachel McAdams' mom. She's the cool mom. If I were to give this movie a rating out of 10, it's a 10. I would give it it pretty gosh darn close to a 10. Like, it kicked off Amanda Seyfried's career. It kind of kicked off Lacey Chabert's career. And then she was like, yeah, I don't want to be in Family Guy. Sounds nah, like someone who's making me, a terrible mistake. Greatest Family Guy joke ever. Of all time. <laughs> it's, so, it's so on the nose. Um, but I'm assuming David also says it's a pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a pass. Next up, we have the song that or the movie that introduced the song "God Damn Right." It's a beautiful day by the Eels. DJ Qualls' career, and Sean William Scott Breckenmeyer. We have Road Trip, and the guy from the was it the Royal Tannenbaums or the Royals or Weeds or I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I, I could will, I couldn't I will, fucking tell you. <laughs> I will think about it while we we t- discuss the movie. Road Trip was another one of those movies for me where I was just old enough to kind of understand but didn't really appreciate it until like grade 11 or 12 when i had a dvd player i remember getting that dvd player for the for my bedroom it was the greatest i always mix some of those movies you had to sneak in i always mix up road trip and euro trip wait they're not the same thing i mean i don't think so i know it's like all done by the same people but i'm pretty sure the movies are two different things right was this was this like an unofficial sequel or prequel to Freddy Got Fingered? See, I was thinking the same thing as well. I don't know if they're related, but like it's Tom Green. And I know that Tom Green is like associated with like this whole crew. But I don't know. Mm. I was thinking about that, though. Tom Green had the same like kind of attitude in Charlie's Angels as well. Remember when he was the Chad? Yeah. The tugboat operator. Right. The Chad, Chad is great. The Chad, the Chad is stuck. I I loved this movie. I I thought it was it was pretty funny when they were in like the the fr- the fraternity. They were on that like the racist farm. DJ Qualls was hilarious. Right. Okay, now it's coming back to me. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Um oh, Rachel Blanchard was in that movie. Uh Andy Dick. Wow. Fuck Horatio Andy Dick. Sands. He was the guy who was eating the French toast. Horatio Sands, the same guy who only plays 80s Billy Joel. <laughs> I only play fucking 80s Billy Joel, man. Only 80s, man. <laughs> um, the guy's name is Paulo Consta- Consta- uh, Costanzo. And he was in that, he's in Upload. He was in, I'm trying to think of, Royal Pains. Never heard of it. He was the main character in Royal Pains. At least that solved my memory problem. Um, I would give this movie a pass. From what I recall, I would probably give it a pass as well, but it's just been a long time. But fuck it. Let's go with the pass. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Coolio. Nice. Um, Okay, this one that we have here, honestly, this is one of the first movies I remember openly weeping at. Um, 2000... Year 2000, I should say. Good old Denzel. We love Denzel. Donald Faison was in this. I didn't, like, I completely forgot about that. Uh, good old Remember the Titans. 
It depends on what website you look at too. Donald Faison's considered one of the top build. That's like in this. Pretty but impressive. he was coming off clueless, right? So that's true. And then he landed scrubs. Um, I think this movie is like one of the best football movies I've ever seen. Like sports related, I'd, I should say. I'd agree. Yeah. And it's, it's Denzel being Denzel. He, he says his two classic lines. The first one being, Haha, and the second one being you scared. And that's all, <laughs> that's all he says throughout the entire movie. And I loved every second. Strong side. <laughs> the only other, and it's not a football movie. The only mo- other sports movie that has that same kind of feel is Samuel L. Jackson's coach Carter. That's like, like the, there's a lot of sports. That's the basketball version of remember the Titans. <laughs> right. So yeah. like there's, there's so many movies in the genre but these two just stand out as like inspirational stories. Yes, and I, every single one is like based on an inspiring true story, blah, 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 blah. That's these some, two movies stand out. These movies came out when they were still using it, the guy's voice for movie trailers, like in a world where Coach Carter needs a basketball team. You know, now it's just like, you know, it's just like the text on screen. No one, no one so, talks in sorry. trailers anymore. Sorry, can you please tell us how the rest of that trailer would sound? Because world. I like it so far. <laughs> we, still, we have to do an we have to do an episode of just like where we come up with a plot and then make a trailer. <laughs> In a world where Coach Carter needs a basketball team, one coach will rise to the occasion. Hey, yo, Coach, what's your name? Carter. Boom. Warner Brothers presents the inspiring true story. I would Carter. watch this movie. <laughs> Hey, Coach, what's your name? Coach. It's Coach. Why don't you just you call, call me, me Coach? Call me coach. <laughs> Imagine it's a trailer. It's like, Coach, what's your name? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> coach Carter. That's a family, that is a family guy kind of way. <laughs> I would agree. Tell me you watch Family Guy without <laughs> telling me you watch Family Guy. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie is an absolute pass for me. I think it's just like one of the, one of the best sports movies I've seen in my life. All right, so I'm going to give it a solid pass. I'm going to have to say I don't remember this movie at all. I think I was made to watch it in school, but uh, I don't remember it. Uh, You don't remember anybody? I remember Rudy. (laughs) That's that's it. I just just remember watching Rudy. Which one was Rudy? Is that the Cuba Gooding Jr. one? No, no. Sean Astin. Yeah, radio was Cuba. He was four foot three and dreamed of being a football star. Hey, kid, you'll never amount to anything. No way, mister. I'm going to be a football star this summer. (laughs) Watch Sean Astin become the hobbit he deserves to be. I love love the, like, unintentional Pinocchio impression. Well, he's four foot three, right? So sound travels at a different speed that low. I was was (laughs) waiting. I was waiting for you to be like, no, I'm going to make it. I'm going to become a real boy. <laughs> they finally lift him up on the shoulders of life so that he can reach something <laughs> from the top shelf. Rudy, 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 Rudy. Hey, David. Yo. Have you been living in your loungewear for the past few years and you're in need of some new high quality and stylish clothing? I literally feel like I've been living in rags. Now, what if I told you our friends at Diameter Apparel have got you covered? Their unique and sophisticated polos will keep you looking sharp, whether it's for the golf course or attending an evening dinner party. No way! Their Canadian-made, fully sublimated performance jerseys are super comfortable, and they will keep you cool while playing your favorite sport, taking first place with your squad, or even while you're working out. I, for one, love my three-quarter zip. It's lightweight and feels great even on the disc golf course. But Sean, where can I find out what they have? You can check out their latest designs by visiting diameterapparel.com. Again, that's diameterapparel.com. Nineteen seventy-eight. We have Greece, John Travolta, and Olivia Newton-John. I didn't put the rest of the cast for whatever reason, but you know, there's like Kaniki and the other guy and Creative Face. Can you can you name another person in that movie that isn't John Travolta or Olivia Newton-John? Because I sure as shit can't. Uh, if you let me think for a second, I probably can't. A part of me wants to say, like, Matt Dillon. 
but then I realized no. I'm just thinking about the outsiders. Um, dude, the stupid part about it is like I could actually tell you some of their names, but on the spot I cannot. That's what, I I trust you. You're you're all good. You know, a f- two of them, the guy who played Kaniki and the guy who played Rizzo, or the lady who played Rizzo, both appeared in Dickie Roberts' former child star in that child stars on your television song. And there was one more greaser, I'm pretty sure. Damn. Stockard Channing is Rizzo, I'm pretty sure. Oh, dude, you got a much better memory than me. This is why I'm going to be hosting some general trivia, but more on that later. So this movie uh, is great meme material. Uh, I'm going to play a sound clip. It's it's going to be <laughs> through my phone, so. but this is the greatest thing ever. When it comes is it to- the Tell Me More, Tell Me More? <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> so that's been rolling around TikTok for a little bit, and then after Olivia Newton John passed away a few weeks ago, uh, the the grease content has been filling up the the TikTok airwaves. And uh, my parents always had this joke: it was like, if you never know what to watch on the weekend, one channel will always be playing Grease, <laughs> and it's so true. Not Grease wrong, is yeah. one of the most like played movies on television. Of all time. Fun, funny story. Uh, the first cruise that uh, she who shall not be named and I went on, uh, they had a full like Broadway musical theater there, and the the show that they were doing was Grease. So we watched uh, a Broadway musical rendition of Grease in the middle of the like Caribbean Ocean. It was great. This that's movie, awesome. though, like this this movie slash musical, it's one of those things that we've seen it hundreds of times, right? And it never gets old. Yeah, it's got well, bangers. I mean, of every songs. year it gets older. Yeah, well, it never gets boring. It's got bangers of songs. Everyone knows stuff. Like it, it's it. It's just a classic. It is literally uh, the exact definition of a classic. Something that never dies. It's kind of like you know, remember the Titans. You know, heroes become legends, but legends never die. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no, that's from the sure Sandlot. That that's from the Sandlot. <laughs> or Gridiron Gang. So uh, I'm going to give this one a pass so we can move on to the next one. I'll give it, yeah, it gets a pass yeah. as well. Pass. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, 1982. Sean Penn, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Judge Reinhold. I'm so sorry to tell you guys this. I haven't seen this movie. You what? son of a bitch. I have not seen this movie. I know. Are you well, guys, serious? It's been great. You haven't seen. I, I'm 100% haven't serious. Seen I have not Fast seen this movie. Original. Well, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've never seen it. Seen <laughs> you either. son of a bitch. Oh, God damn it. You fucking had me, man. Wow. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I remember seeing this always at the Blockbuster yes. video. Right, yes. I remember seeing the, the cover there and never really knowing what it was, but it I just never really was interested in watching it. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I would like it. I probably should watch it. But so, uh, yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, it's a great movie. I remember watching it. Uh, I would probably like when I was younger. I probably shouldn't have watched it. I watched it with my dad, but. In the land of 2020, when the the Panini started, a phenomenon was happening throughout the the world of celebrities. All these celebrities would be raising money for literally nothing. And they would do all these table reads to try and bring joy to their fans. And they would record all these things. And one very special one happened with some of the cast of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But they also brought in like Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt. Shia LaBeouf and Shia. If you watch this video on YouTube, Shia was so fucking big. Wasn't he in his car? Yeah. He was stoned out of his mind. Wow. It's worth the watch, but it's who's Shia. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, okay. (laughs) Why are we calling him Shia? What is that song? Shia LaBeouf. Actual yeah. cannibal Shia Actual. LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, every so often I watch that just for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah. 
It's so good. I watched it just the cartoon for... version or the like the orchestra one. The the live the live one. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I you watch it for shits and giggles. I watch it for Shias and LaBeoufs. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... the controversy around Shia LaBeouf right now, and it's not even him, but um that that movie coming out with Florence. Oh yeah, uh, don't, don't you... worry, darling. It's that that drama's all I've been like all I've been thinking about. Wait, there's it, drama. Like, it's unmanufactured because I can't imagine that it's a PR stunt at this point because Olivia Wilde does not know like how to control everything. She just dragged Jason Sudeikis for what his lawyer did. Right. And then she's like, they're saying like, oh, Shia LaBeouf was fired. And then Shia LaBeouf was like, here's videos, bitch. You sent me videos. Here's of like, you being like, here's all the receipts of how you're wrong, which yeah. no one expected to happen at all. 100 percent. i thought shy was gonna be so guilty of just being disruptive and he's just like nope florence Pugh was the problem what are you guys and talking about don't worry darling so there's this movie that shia labeouf was supposed to star alongside of florence Pugh, and florence Pugh for you is the black widow sister just to help you oh, okay yeah yelena belova <laughs> however shia got fired quote unquote but According to Shia, he left on his own terms because he didn't have, or the actors didn't have enough time to rehearse. What really transpired was he left, and then they gave the role to Harry Styles, who apparently is actually just awful in it. And I have, like, I've not seen it yet, so I cannot make the verdict. Well, we'll, we'll find I've out read soon some enough. reviews. Like, I saw him as a Star Fox in Eternals, and I thought that was bad. But we'll see. Ooh. I don't know. It's just a what's, lot of controversy. What's this movie called? It's called Don't Worry, Darling. Okay, I'm going to have to look up to the the drama of this also, movie. Also, as far as Fast Times at Ridgemont High is concerned, it's a it's it's a detention for me because I haven't seen it. I can't give a yeah, proper we, opinion. We went off the rails there. I go with detention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't I, give it a grade. I'm so glad you picked detention to segue into <laughs> the eighth best movie on our list. 1985, Emilio Estevez, Molly Ringwald, and Judd Nelson, The Breakfast Club. Great movie. How how could you hate this movie? Exactly. Just a David probably timeless classic. David, David, <laughs> I know that people can't see David's face right now, but he was giving the look of fuck. I'm gonna have to tell these guys I've never seen The Breakfast well, Club. Well, it's I've seen I've I think I've seen the beginning of it. So you saw you got uh, then, the breakfast part, but you didn't you didn't get the club. Yeah, I didn't get the club part. I've seen the <laughs> I've seen the beginning <laughs> of the movie, um, and then I I remember bits and pieces of it, but I don't know the entire story of what goes on. I do not recall seeing the credits roll. <laughs> That's funny. Damn. Wait, really? Because the yeah. credits roll had "Don't you forget about me." Who who does Emilio? What's his name? Emilio Estevez or whatever. Oh, he's like a different one. Who's the guy that was doing crack in his house? Nelson. He's Charlie. He's Charlie Charlie Sheen's half brother. Yeah, that's right. He's like the Kmart Charlie Sheen. What? (laughs) He's like Emilio Estevez is the mighty duck man himself. I know, <laughs> but it's like people see him and they're like, oh, is that Charlie Sheen? Nope. <laughs> That's Emilio Estevez. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a pass. Yeah. Pass for me I, as well. like, I can't, I can't uh, go against your, your decision on that one because from what I remember, I did oh, enjoy shit. the movie. So yeah, let's, let's I, give this one a pass. I just accidentally pre-passed the next movie. I'm very interested in hearing your thoughts. It was brought up last night in a Call of Duty game, and everybody was pretty pumped about it. 2001 brought us Alec Linz, Lindsay Miller, and Jamie Kennedy in a, the weirdest school movie ever, Max Keeble's Big Move. I've never I- seen this movie. Iconic. I haven't seen Have this you movie in actually- so long, but I, I remember loving this movie. Yeah, it was great. The, there was a bulldozer scene. They like tried to like what what did they do? Like they walked out of school and he just moved to a new school. It's, okay, maybe um, I maybe I did see this movie. 
it was the girl, like the girl who was in it was taking off. She was in that and Snow Day, and then she disappeared. Oh, right, Snow right off Day. The... Do you remember Snow Day? Yeah, I remember. That's a oh, that's a throwback. Well, they were like a year apart. Josh Peck. Josh Peck, when he was a a, a big lad. Remember when in Snow Day when they put what they say it's blood, but it's just ketchup on him, and then the the snow like snow driver guy, like the mean old man, comes up and, and like dips a French fry in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man classic that's so funny <laughs> oh yeah you know what i've seen this. I, I mean i watched the trailer for this movie i have seen this movie it's it's a pass for me just because it was it like the pass it was great it, yeah. it was a highly yeah. highly enjoyable movie it was it was it, a very entertaining movie it's so weird that it's like i i don't know if you could call it culty but like i don't know if that's the right word but i i know what you mean no I'm sure there is a small community of people somewhere in the southern United States that this is <laughs> this movie is their uh, like they, they pray to it. They God. They, they, have it on, they have it on they have it on V they have it on VHS and with like the thick VHS case. <laughs> didn't this movie break the fourth wall like a lot? I think so. Yeah, there was I a lot so. of like camera yeah. spikes. Yeah, there was. Orlando Brown before he went crazy was in this movie. The bully wanted to like take out Max Keeble. Remember, he like pulls open his jacket and it like that's how he picked who he was gonna bully. I kind of great movie. I got honestly, I I don't know. I gotta rewatch this movie. It's been it's been a long time. It's probably not gonna hold up. Probably not. (laughs) I'll give it a pass though. It's good. Good school movie. Good good Mm -hmm. feel. Mm -hmm. I agree. Pass. David, you got the next one. Do I have the next one? No, because I've never seen this movie. Okay, so it's Dead Poets Society, 1989. <laughs> Robin Williams, Robert John Leonard, and Ethan Hawke. Um, David, thank you for dropping that so quickly because I too have not seen Dead Poets Society. Is this the one with the kid that's like really smart and then... Uh... No, that's the next movie. My Captain, My Captain. Okay, we're just gonna... Oh. You you guys A suck to see this movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just know that Family Guy made fun of it, which is like making me look real bad right now, but it's true. I'm also thinking Family Guy made fun of the next movie and you got the you have them confused because of Robin Williams. Um, which is very possible. So, I'm going to just throw Dead Poet Society into attention. You guys need to see this movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, it's a phenomenal movie. It's very inspiring. Please watch it. Is that with next the movie, kid that can play chess really well? Or he, or is that the, with a kid that's a dancer? You're thinking of Billy Elliot. Oh yeah, yeah never mind. <laughs> so well, let's just move to Goodwill Hunting. 1998, Matt Damon, Robin Williams, Ben Affleck. This is yes. the one where Family Guy jokes about uh, Ben Affleck and Matt yes. Damon writing a movie, and then he farts. He's like, "There, got, got any more pot?" <laughs> it's like, oh, you've been doing is <laughs> sitting on the couch smoking pot. That's not true. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. They do make fun of Dead Poet Society because Brian teaches a class of like degenerates. Yes. You are right. And then they all stand up on the at the end. And they go, "Oh, Captain, my Captain!" I remember one of the girls sounded like that. And the girl has the baby while yes, standing yes, there. Yes, just yes, drops out of her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the one. Um, Goodwill Hunting. I've only seen this movie once, and I like. I I thought it was like good. Um, I uh, yeah. I don't really have too many thoughts about it because I just haven't seen this movie in, in, in a long, long time. But from what I recall, it's good. It's it's a very great movie. The um, the scene where Matt Damon goes up to the window after he just got into the argument at the bar. He's like, hey, do you like apples? Knocks on the window and the guy's like, yeah. Like, How do you like them apples? And he slams a girl's phone number up on the window. Vintage Goodwill Matt Hunting Damon. was like the math prodigy. Yeah. I would like, I like Matt Damon. I like Ben Affleck. I like Robin Williams. I would give this movie a pass, even though I haven't seen it. That Matt Damon. Matt Damon. (laughs) Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, Honestly, I, the only scene, part of this movie that I have seen is the one where Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon are in the bar talking about Top Gun. 
Is that in this movie? Maybe? Maybe? I don't I remember so. a Top Gun specific scene, but probably. Maybe. They are in a bar together. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't I've I've never seen this movie in its entirety. Honestly, I I can't say it went to detention because Max can't really fully pass it. Fair. I understand. And I, and I can't fully pass it either. So the next four movies you all have seen, I'd hope. <laughs> yes. 2003. <laughs> Luke, Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn. Freedom Fest. Old school. Instant pass. Yeah. No doubt about it. You're my boy, Blue. Like, my boy, that Blue. is... <laughs> dust, well, dust, well in, prep- dust in the wind <laughs> while prepping for this episode I rewatched the trailer and old school is victim to putting a lot of the funniest parts in the two and a half minute trailer but it's worth it like j- just like when he's talking to the, uh, that, that guy who's in Coach Carter and all these other movies I can't remember his name poor kid He's like explaining to the kid that he's not going to do a funnel because his wife, he told his wife he'd take it easy. And then he's like, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one. And he's like, he's going to do one. And then Frank the Tank comes back out. And they're like, we're going streaking. We're going streaking. Classic. Yeah, it's it's a pass for me. I just, Will Ferrell, I love him. Can't, go, can't do no wrong in my eyes. I'm blanking. What is the guy's name who plays Ari Gold in Entourage? Jeremy Piven. Yes, he is phenomenal in old school. Who does he? He plays like that dean of admissions. Right. He's trying to get them kicked off campus. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow, dude. Great call. I forgot about that. Phenomenal. Old school. That's a pass for me, boys. Yep. All right, all right, all right. 1993. Days and Confused. Jason Landon, Mila Jovovich. Matthew McConaughey. Amazing. It's like a timeless movie. It's a movie about like everything and nothing. It has the worst but funniest best line of all time. Because as we get older, that line stays the same age and it gets worse (laughs) and worse and worse. All right. Uh, I've never seen this movie. Really? For, for those who can't see video because we don't have video established on our pod yet, I'm staring at the ceiling. <laughs> I am just in disbelief. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. Sorry. Should should we just do a cash or crap movies David has seen? I'm down. <laughs> That'd be a pretty It's just going to be list. 10 Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- cash, 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 crap. As far six, as I'm concerned. Six cash, three crap. <laughs> This movie is a, is an instant pass. It's just like a timeless movie that you could put on in the background. You know, you don't really have to use your brain too much. It's just an enjoyable movie that's like really just like it's just one of those friends that's there to hang out for a bit. You know, it's kind of like that. It's a pass for me. Yeah, if you want to get stoned to watch a movie, it's a good one to pick. Yeah. All right. The theme of today's episode has been clueless by David. <laughs> David is the next. I've seen David. a lot of these. I think I, I will hold on. I'm pretty sure Max and I have not seen the equivalent number of movies. I think I think this yeah, is, it evens itself out. <laughs> this is the most non-decided episode we've had because we have a, a like a tiebreaker now. We've done this episode or we've done this movie before. I don't remember how we ranked it when we did Paul Rudd because he was not actually top billed. Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, and Brittany Murphy, Clueless in 1995, which spawned a TV series that lasted a long time with Rachel Blanchard. I, As if. I love this movie. Um, Paul Rudd just looks so good all the time. Um, and it's just like one of those classic quotable movies that's just like fun to watch, you know? Kind of similar to Days and Confused in the sense of you don't really have to think too much about it. It's just like a nice, relaxing movie to, to have on in the background. That's true. Um, idea for Hollywood, if you're listening. I hope you are. What if you did a movie with Justin Long and Paul Rudd's brothers? Now, they're brothers from different mothers, and they never knew about each other. And then some event happens in their lives, and they find out that they're brothers, and they're about 10 years apart in age. And you just let comedy ensue. But they're both they both look young enough that you can put their ages closest closer. 
And like one's just like super successful and a businessman. And the other's Paul Rudd just like loafing. I'd watch that movie. I would watch that. Maybe he's addicted to Rush, like another movie he was in. <laughs> Slap it a Slap it a BS. Slap it a BS, man. I've never seen this movie. So, really? <laughs> really. David, you're, you're, you're killing me here. <laughs> we are officially yeah. not even in the amount of movies we haven't seen. I try yeah. and cu- like curate these lists with like the most popular films. And for actors, I usually pick like one a year. And there's the odd time. But like, David, if we did a list of Michael Keaton movies, how many do you think you've seen? Uh, Batman? Probably a, a, a bunch of them. Only a handful. <laughs> Batman, Spider-Man, every single Power Ranger. Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan. Uh, Spock the I've Rock, seen Doc that Hawk, one, and Hulk one, Hogan. One, two... Three. Uh, there's only four listed on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, okay. all, all kidding aside, though, did anybody know the lyrics of the song I was just singing or saying? Speaking. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. It is the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Oh. All right, final I movie. Still guys. don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I will send it to both of you because I'm a nice human. You would know the song, anyways. 1995, Norm Macdonald, Darren McGavin, and uh, this little actor named Adam Sandler. Billy Madison, which sprouted back to school, back to school. The greatest jingle of all time. To prove and to as dad well, one that of the I'm not a fool. Memes of all time. Not only was that the stupidest thing I have ever heard, but everyone is in fact dumber for listening to you <laughs> say that. Oh man, this movie needs a rewatch for me because I love it. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's so good. This movie was not age appropriate when I saw it at all. I was too. I, <laughs> I remember renting this movie so many times from Blockbuster just because it's, it's such a good movie. It's so good. Hey, did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, they were weird looking. (laughs) (laughs) There's a clip from that movie when he's in the cooking class and the chef catches fire and he's just like, "Ah, ah, ah," and he's just laughing hysterically at the chef who's on fire. But it's about how the New York Yankees have been on like a free fall. So the logo of the Yankees is just on the chef and Adam Sandler's just laughing hysterically at him. It's it's pretty freaking great. Yeah, this movie's timeless. I mean, you know, it would be it would be wrong for me to fail it. So it's 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 an, a definite pass as far as I'm concerned. David, uh, well, I would have to be stupid to not give this one a pass because this movie has. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen it; it is enjoyable, right? Like it's one of those things where the jokes are still funny, even the hundredth time that you've seen it. Right, like, quit looking at me, Swan. Like, just things like that. <laughs> that just, there's just so random. And I think this was kind of like the height, some of the height of the Adam Sandler comedy. Yeah, like where it was not so raunchy, but it was just kind of like a little over the top. But yeah. it wasn't like t- it, wasn't it wasn't like to much. the extreme. It it wasn't like Tom Green over yeah. the top, where it's like just repetitive, like you're just beating a dead horse. Like this was, it was ridiculous that's what it was just the right i think it was just the right amount of ridiculousness yeah 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 pass bow show nice so that gives us one fail which is number 20 on the list with cinderella story and five movies being detained in detention not bad not bad at all that means 14 of our movies passed that's pretty solid good enough for me yeah it's a that's a C plus or B minus, depending on what way you want to look at it. Let's give it a B. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, flat, just a flat B. B. So, those are our favorite back to school movies in our our back to school special. Now, before we go, we have a a special announcement to make. David and I are running away together. Just kidding. That's not the announcement this time. One day soon, it'll happen. That's a seventy percent. That's a sorry. That's a seventy percent. So that's a that's a B. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's a B. Yeah, 
All right, right everyone. Go on. <laughs> For those in the KW area, we are hosting our very first scene on screen trivia night at TWB Brewery in Kitchener. That'll be on September 13th at 7 p.m. We hope to see you all there. We're really excited for the opportunity. We might drop some nuggets of knowledge throughout some of our episodes. And uh, who knows? You might see some more trivia from some of us in our other local areas in the future. That is our announcement. So again, trivia. TWB Brewery, Kitchener, Ontario, September 13th, 7 p.m. Be there. Or be like David and miss the show. (laughs) Be like David and live 2,200 kilometers away. I'll be there in spirit. You guys should hook you up to an iPad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be like uh, that show upload. You can just wear an iPad with me FaceTiming it around your neck. It won't be weird at all. (laughs) It'd be like wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Well, guys, that is it for this one. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, Max, do you have anything you want to add before we go? Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for, you know, just always happy to be here with you guys and, and do this. This is always very fun. And it's making me realize there's there's a lot of good movies out there that I need to watch. Uh, Max, you will always have the third seat in our show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> David, <laughs> you have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> And David. All right. So for myself. He's so cool. Oh, that was for you. <laughs> thank you. And Max. And David. something <laughs> strange. Thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen Podcast. Are you in charge of running a tournament or an event for a large group? Do you own a small business and need some custom gear? Well, Diameter Apparel can provide you with help from start to finish, creating, designing, and supplying you with a unique look that fits all your needs. To check out their latest designs or to find out more, visit diameterapparel.com. Again, that's diameterapparel.com.